Good afternoon and welcome back to another installment of College Conversations with Marcel. My guest this afternoon is Austin McDonald and graduating this year and attending. Tell us where you'll be attending this fall. Um, as of recently, I've officially committed to Syracuse University. Okay, so tell me about, you're obviously a big sports guy. When did you figure out that that was something you wanted to pursue past high school, joining that field? Uh, sports dress, well, um, to me, I think that really started in middle school. I was I was really a bookworm growing up, so I always knew I loved reading and writing. Like, that was the stuff I do when I get home from school. So to me, I knew I wanted to write in some capacity. So when I was middle, say like seven, eight, nine, I always thought I'd be an author or something of that context. But going into middle school, was playing all those like intramural sports and stuff with my friends, like being part of like the town's baseball team and their basketball teams, stuff like that. So I started watching more like professional sports with them, trying to have something to connect with my peers. So as I started doing that and I learned that just how big of a field sports journalism is, I kind of was falling in love with sports, but then found a way to connect it to writing. So to me, I started drifting away from that. I want to be an author into, well, I have something that's kind of given me my first taste of like popularity and acceptance and all these other things I really wanted as a kid. And I found this like passion for myself and watching sports and talking about sports. And I still can read and write and do what I've always loved my entire life. So this culmination of all these things was sports journalism. So really understanding how big of a field that was. It was right around sixth or seventh grade, I think. And that that kind of did it for me, is knowing that I could have all of these things. So when did you start testing the waters and seeing what kind of colleges you were you felt were a good fit for you? For me, I started the college process by thinking about location. For me, I've always, I was always a person of, I want to be far enough away from home that like I don't have to deal with uh, my parents visiting every weekend, but I want to be able to go back like over breaks and things that were necessary to me. I don't want to fly home. So I started thinking like that, and then I thought, okay, so I'm thinking Atlantic region, Northeast. What are some of the places I love there? And I'm born and raised in Massachusetts. I've always loved the city of Boston, been a Red Sox fan for life. So to me, Boston was very important to me. So I looked at it around schools in Boston. The only college connection I had there was my aunt uh, was on the crew team at Northeastern. So Northeastern is the very first school on my radar. Now I'm like in fifth, sixth grade at this point. And then starting to learn about journalism right around the same time. So to me, I was like, well, makes sense. I'll go eat, eat in Northeastern, Boston, writing school, and makes sense for me. So I kind of had this like tunnel vision for a while. But my mom is actually on the college counseling team at our high school, the Albany Academies. So as she started go- coming home and talking more about her job and all these other schools, I would hear about schools and learn about schools that I would not have known about it anyways. So my tunnel vision on, nope, this is school, whatever, kind of disappeared. And I started thinking more broadly. So then I started looking at other schools in Boston, such as BU, Emerson, Tufts. Like, so that became kind of a bigger, more important thing to me to not have this tunnel vision. 
see. And then after that, I started looking closer to home because to me, it was always very focused on Boston. So it was another kind of check that came off the list. And that's when I found Syracuse was still finding, you know, this big writing school that like their new house program, just incredible, their entire communications program, which that was very important to me. I've always been a program first kind of person. Uh, I brought this up in a previous episode with your sister and you mentioned it earlier. You're a child of a college counselor. Yeah. What kind of impact did that have on your college process? Because obviously you have a different perspective from different prospective students. Yeah, that's certainly, that's certainly had pros and cons. It's, I definitely felt more informed with every step of the process. I felt more comfortable. Like when it was my time to fill out the common app or whatever, I've heard my mom talk about, um, common app so much. My sister already went through it. She went through the entire college process before I started. And my mom's a person who likes to talk a lot about her job when she comes home every day. So I would hear all these sorts of things about all these different colleges, about students. And she would vent about if a student was not doing something they were supposed to, like applying for college throughout the process. So I became very familiarized with both all these different colleges, as well as the college admissions process. So to me, it was like, felt very comfortable when it was my time to do that. But it also, in a way, it almost takes away some of its luster. Like, I've noticed a lot earlier this year when we started getting emails from these colleges, like all of us as seniors, people got very excited about, about that kind of thing. Oh, like, look at all these colleges are emailing or whatever. And then, of course, me being the pessimist I am was just, oh, it's just a marketing scam. Oh, they're auto-generated emails. Oh, it doesn't show that they matter or anything like that. And then going to visit these schools and going in for interviews, to me, it was very, okay, I know what I need to do. It's a routine for me. It's a job. It didn't really feel so like enthused or excited to go on all these college visits because I've heard about thousands of them at this point. To me, it almost felt like I've done it before, even before my first ever college visit. So I felt very informed. It was, I've had a lot of my classmates come up to me and ask me questions that they were going to ask our college counselor, Mr. Bestel, or my mom who works under him. But they would come to me instead, just felt more comfortable. And I found myself being able to answer their questions about the college process, almost as if I was a member of our college counseling team. But then whenever I had questions or things like that, to me, it never felt huge or important or a milestone. So obviously you were informed from the jump and you probably knew that extracurriculars and what you do outside of school is also, it plays a factor in what the application team see um, aside from your transcript. Did you try to expand what you were doing in and outside of school? Honestly, not really, as funny as that sounds, because I found myself always being a person who got super involved in my community from the jump. Like ever since I was little, I was always the person who would stay back after class to like talk to a teacher, or help them with something because my mom's worked at every school I've ever been at. Like, so even as a kindergartner, I'd have to wait at my school for an extra hour and a half for my mom to finish. So I'd always find myself volunteering, helping with teachers, just giving me something to do. So growing up, I kind of kept that same mindset of always give back to my community, things like that. So the extracurriculars that colleges look for, for them, that's huge. It's things like 
not just community service, but community service within their own community, showing that you are going to be an active member in their community. So that's probably something I would have changed if I wasn't normally doing that. But it always just felt natural to me to begin with. And I've always been a person as well to try different things. I'm the kind of person who I want to try everything once. So doing all these different sports, different clubs, things I wouldn't normally do, it's kind of come natural to me to begin with. So I didn't find myself doing anything different, like in order to appease colleges, which is something I would definitely advise against. You don't want to do something just for the sake of a college resume. But I do think it's important to try different things and then to put that down on your common app to show that you can be that kind of person. If you don't mind me asking, could you talk about timeline from testing to cutting down your list of schools that you were considering applying to? Sure, not at all. Um, let's see. I think my first real college experience or things I did specifically for college was I attended an investigative reporting two-week summer camp at Boston University. That was my first real taste of college life. It was so long as I've ever been from home. Basically live on campus, eat in their dining halls, go to a class every morning that is taught like a college class. And then the afternoon you have like a writing workshop where you go out, you gather stories, you write, you edit, you record things. It it was great and I absolutely loved it. So that got me on the mindset of, oh yeah, no, I'm ready to start the college process, even though that was the summer before my sophomore year. So definitely early, but my first taste of college life, which is definitely something I would advocate for, for someone on the fence about what they want to do with their summer is any of those college camps and something you're interested in. I can't express how important it is to sleep in a dorm room, to eat in a dining hall and have that experience. Because I know that day one in college, everyone is going to be freaking out about those kind of things, but I'll feel almost comfortable. It'll be not new to me. So after that, I started looking at schools or whatever, listening to my mom talk about schools. As far as testing goes, I took the SAT and the ACT once each. This was right at the end of my junior year. So I think I took the ACT in April and the SAT in May. Um, taking both was great because they do feel like different tests. My scores were pretty comparable between the two, but I have heard from my mom sometimes they are very different where you will favor one test over the other. So taking both was definitely a plus, but I only felt the need to take them once. Uh, I think the general rule is you don't want to take either one of them more than three times. Like don't take the SAT more than three times or the ACT. But I was one and done there, so testing wasn't really a major issue. Like for me, it wasn't something that I had on my radar a lot. Because for me, I knew that the college decision process would be worse because I'm just normally an indecisive person. I started out with a short list, which helped. I only applied to six schools. Um, and so once I started hearing back from them, even then I kind of knew which schools I want to go to because I didn't. Even on, while applying, I knew that I had three at the very top. So once I got accepted to one, which was Boston University, and waitlisted at the other two, which was Syracuse and Northeastern, there comes a point where the waitlist decisions come back after the return date where you need to like commit to a school. 
so I committed to BU was very, very easy for me. Like, so I didn't think that the decision process was even an issue because, you know, I really only had the quote unquote one option between the top three that I knew I wanted to go to. And I had to reply before I could hear back from the other two. So once I heard back and heard I got off the wait list at Syracuse, and that was the first time I had to make a decision. I mean, this was early May. So I felt like I almost kind of breezed through the college process, but the past couple of weeks have been a huge roadblock for me because I didn't really think that the decision would be that difficult. But once I was really confronted with my first decision, it was it kind of showed just how indecisive a person I can be. I mean, I went back and forth for weeks, squeezing sleep, that kind of thing. I was having trouble focusing on classes, thinking about it all the time. I did the pros and cons to us. I did more research than I think maybe even was necessary. But once I did kind of find that peace of mind in my decision that Syracuse and Newhouse was right for me, it feels like a huge weight off my shoulders. So looking back on it from where I am right now, I don't really feel like I would have done anything differently. Well, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that the college process can take a mental and emotional toll on you, especially when it comes in like to crunch time. And I got what you mean about the Syracuse waitlist. I got removed from Syracuse waitlist around 10 days ago, but I already was like committed to Quinnipiac. What kind of toll did that take when you got removed from their waitlist? And now you're thinking about, are you going to change schools? Um, it was very, like, for me, like I said, it was my first almost decision to make because even going into the process, I started very early with all these different steps. So I knew what I wanted, but coming back now, it was, it almost felt like a reflection on myself where I really wasn't judging these two schools as much as I was judging myself because when two schools were that high on my list and when they are that close to each other and I have so little time to make a decision you almost have to forget the fact that it's a college decision and look inwards to show what's important to me and you know what do i want out of a college experience then look at what these schools can offer i mean there's also that negative emotional toll of why can't i make a decision i feel like i've always been a person who felt like in the driver's seat i mean i always think i've been a little indecisive but that's never been an issue for me until now so there's always that kind of banter in your head of wondering why you don't feel perfect and that's definitely something that cannot be understated when you're deciding between colleges that it is just as much a you learn just as much about yourself as you do about these schools i'm gonna leave you off with the same two questions that i've asked all my other guests are you proud of your decision and what are you most excited about moving forward? Am I proud of my decision? Absolutely, I am. I feel 100% confident and very proud to say that with looking at, because even when first applying to Syracuse, I didn't understand the full extent of what Newhouse really was and the kind of immense power it has. and like Things like the ACC network that they have with ESPN, stuff that really makes that school and that communications program feel truly special because for me it's um internships and alumni network those things are very important because i think that that will get you ahead in life more than a great ever could and just really truly understanding these past couple of weeks just how 
head and shoulders above the rest of Syracuse's there. It felt amazing to know that I did get off the way of that school. I do feel like I'm worthy and things like that. Uh, I feel like Syracuse was a great decision for me. I wouldn't change it for the world. And sorry, what was the other question? What are you most excited about moving forward? I'm most, what am I most excited about? That's, I mean, certainly being that kind of person who wants to just experience new things, to have that, the independence to do that, to make my own decisions and to live my own life is definitely very exciting to me. But I think even specifically with Syracuse, it's the opportunity to experience and to learn that excites me the most within my field, like within broadcast and digital journalism. It's I'm going to be going to a place where I have not a lot of experience or I don't have all these connections just to. So that feeling that I think I can truly get ahead in my field, like that's very exciting to me. Well, you heard it here first on College Conversations with Marcel. Austin, thank you very much for coming on to the show. Thank you for having me. It's great. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Until next time, you heard it here first.